0: This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked Countdown podcasts in the world.
1: Merry Christmas everybody. Welcome to the penultimate ooh, penultimate episode of season 2. Yes. Of the Christmas countdown show, my name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good buddy Danny Jordan. We are joined by Chris Sisley that we're looking at through Zoom. And we got Emilio just sitting on the ground
0: by still the heater. Still not using <laughs> Still not using the pillow. Just freezing. You, know, maybe Free- season he, you three. know who he is. Who? You
1: know who he is? Who? Oh my gosh, I just realized
0: it. He's Bob Cratchit. Oh my gosh. He is absolutely our
1: Bob Cratchit. He's cold. He doesn't have a comfortable seat. He's just sitting there. Oh, let me Can look I get up some little things? more cold. Can I get Just a little, little more screech? cold? It's very cold in this studio. Mr. Derek and Mr. Danny, I I'll try to look up your <laughs> your silly tangential ideas, but my fingers are frozen well, solid.
0: I wish we had a camera on Emilio right uh. now he is turning, you know, the red of Santa's suit I love uh, it. at I this love point it. in time. But, but we here love we are, Emilio. Danny. Yeah. Here we, are, we are
1: This is episode 19 Gosh. of 20 of 20 of season 2 of the Christmas Countdown show. We did it. We, we've come so far. We've come so far. From our little tiny garages... Humble beginnings. To this little tiny cold room. To this room. little
0: tiny <laughs> studio that is about a third the size of my garage. Yes. It is also so cold in here. It, but, you know, I kind of like it's that. It's kind of good. Yeah. It's A, cold is good for comedy. True. Um, Wait, I don't know why I said true. I don't know if I knew that. This This is true. true. Oh, is it true? Okay.
1: People laugh more when they're cold because they a they literally you subconsciously want your body to shake when you're cold. So laughing keeps you warm. Also, if it's warm, you naturally are like. You kind of like soak into your chair. Yeah. So that's why the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York is sort of notoriously and famously freezing cold. Really? was because Letterman and Ed Sullivan and now Stephen Colbert can get better laughs from audiences if they're cold. And that's why if you ever go to a live taping of a sitcom, freezing cold in there.
0: I have a joke. Yes, go for it. Uh, they should call him Stephen Cold Bear.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs>
0: pretty good. Mini ding. Did you see it in ding. my eyes when you like... But, no, I didn't. Okay, I, I wondered. I was, like, that you were gonna go there. I was like, I was like, does Eric? Because you had this look on your face, like, oh, Danny's got oh, one. Oh, geez, he, he got another one. Because sometimes when you'll say something, you'll say like another twenty words afterwards. But, but my brain is on, so locked on the in. I'm like, that you're gonna joke, do? don't forget the joke. Don't forget the joke. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> that's and that's funny. that's how you know I'm not a professional. Is that I just <laughs> I'm totally oblivious to everything else that's happening. But that's interesting. I, I never thought about that. Maybe that's why you know our episodes for the last few weeks have been so funny it's getting colder. It is colder in here. and colder in here. And, it is yeah.
1: nice for the mood. It feels a little wintry.
0: It really does. Here. Yeah, because, you know, if you're watching this, uh, this little fireplace doohickey that's next to us, uh, it is a heater. It is. But it's not on as a heater when currently. we're recording. You because know. it's that, like... It's too loud. Maybe
1: we should have added that to our sounds episode last yeah. time. And then we could have been like, it's my comforting sound. It's the sound of an electric <laughs> fireplace And then we heater. would have been warm. And then we would have been
0: fine. Uh, you know, but you said Emilio's like you know, Bob Cratchit, but he's sitting right next to the disc heater over there. That like, is true. If anyone's warm in this but studio... But he
1: brought that from home. No, I brought it from oh, home. Oh, okay. You and, said you brought it, Emilio. I have one that... Danny actually gave me that. It's called Whisper Quiet, but it Ooh.
0: sounds like a freight train. Yeah, I was <laughs> out at Marshalls recently. Sure. You know, I've been doing a lot of Christmas shopping. A lot of press for p- Marshalls lately. Like, hey, I, I know like Marshalls. Uh, whoever is, you know, is the owner. Of, is it TJX? I think is the yeah, because it's like
1: TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Marshalls, and there's like one Ross, more. maybe. No,
0: it's. Um, It's like outdoors, outdoors, something outdoors, great outdoors, outdoor living, outdoor, I don't know what it is. Somebody will look it up and they'll scream at me on DM. But I was at Marshall's Mm -hmm. the other day and I was, when I got your mug actually, and I was walking through an aisle, I wasn't, I'll, I'll be totally honest, I wasn't there looking for a heater for Emilio. Sure. But then I saw it on this like big display of just like random yeah, doohickeys and those gadgets. are my
1: favorite oh displays. My God, they're the best. I love a display of random crap.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like in your mind, like, who could I? Yes, yes. Like, this do I for... need these
1: heated slippers, or do I need this like everyman tool that has like <laughs> a fishing pole attached to an axe? <laughs> uh, do I need this beer pong, <sighs> old timey kind of game? Ooh, all
0: good. All things. those are yeses. All good. You things. know what those are great for? gift exchanges yeah like a friend party or like a company party yeah when like the limits 20 25 dollars that those little do tables yeah the way to go and speaking of i got Emilio a little like plug-in heater because for some reason our landlord doesn't like to turn on the heater here in this (laughs) in this space but uh anyway that's a story for another time so i had brought in my little disc floor thing sure from home and i was like well this isn't fair I'm nice and toasty over here at my desk and poor Bob Cratchit over there yeah. is uh, shivering, asking for a little more coal for the fire. So I got him I, this. I literally can thing.
1: only see Bob Cratchit now when I look
0: at Amelia. We should just call him Cratchit. We're now. gonna call
1: you Cratchit. Let's just call him. Cratch.
0: Cratchit. Let's Cratch. call him
1: Cratch. Hey Cratch. <laughs> hey Cratch. <laughs> What's up, Cratch? You cold?
0: You working hard, Cratch? We should order him a shirt from our merch store because you can customize stuff. <laughs> yes. We should just call it the Cratch. The Cratch. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh no! I'm so sorry, Emilio. Oh, you went, Emilio, you went one too far. You're you're great. We love you, Emilio. We You've do. brought so much to this uh, experience. And we're, we're grateful for that. Um, but speaking of Marshalls, again, I got to bring it up. I love this. This is, I, I went the other day. Yeah. Specifically to go Christmas gift shopping. Mm. Uh, this Did was. Did you have a list? uh i had you? an idea of things okay. so i had you know played this game and i don't know if you've done this with your kids or other parents out there might have done this is i will go to a store mm-hmm. not to get them gifts i'll go for something else but then i'll roll them around the store oh, yeah. see what they respond Promove. to, see what they point out yes and i'll be like well you know christmas is coming we'll we'll see what happens yeah. you know yeah. and so yesterday actually uh i had like an hour free yesterday morning yeah. and i was like this is shopping time. Sure. So I went to Starbucks, got myself a little drink, went across the parking lot, got the big cart at Marshall's. Not nice. like the little 2 tier sure, yeah, you yeah, know, I'm just yeah. there for some socks and maybe yeah. like a towel cart. And I knew some things Emerson wanted. So I... But I was immediately greeted by doohickey. Table. Land. Yes. And the first one was like these themed like uh, pajama sets. hmm You know, they'll have yeah. like Elf. Sure. They had Harry a Christmas Potter vacation yeah. one. Ooh, huh? fun. Yeah. And I was like, my dad... My dad yep. would love that, but they didn't have a size. Mm. So I had to like go to the next level of gift for him.
1: I bought a, a T-shirt for my dad as a gift, but I just returned it. I really? Decided, I decided against it. and my, I know my dad listens to the podcast, so he's going to listen to this. I got him a T-shirt that said, now that's an RV. And it has the RV from yes. Christmas Vacation. Because my parents live part of the time on an RV. Oh, really? But I felt like it, the shirt was almost like being mean mm. like it was like nah, that's an rv and it's like has kind of his like crappy the rv one, yeah. and so i did i thought it would be fun when i bought it for my dad but then i was like i actually think that i don't want my dad to think that i'm like saying like look where you live you live in an rv yeah. you know
0: and so i returned it oh, okay now he's gonna hear this and go i want that i want so it so <laughs> bad and then he'll know what he's getting for christmas that's right um but i i will say at the holiday season marshall's really blows it out with like the doohickey tables. Mm-hmm. Like you might go, you know, in the you know regular part of the year, and maybe there's like one little section that's sure. like the rando stuff. This time of year, it's all there's out. like boom over there. They got bikes. They got yeah. scooters. They got drum kits. They got acoustic guitars. I'm like, yeah. where did you get all this stuff? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how that happens, but I'm grateful for it. <laughs> Cause I was like, okay, well I wasn't necessarily here for dad, but I saw something he really sure. would like. And so I was like, boom, he's done. Then I saw something for my brother, boom, he's done. Even though I was there for Emerson specifically, Mm -hmm. and it was like all of a sudden I was in the zone, man. I love that. You know, when you get in that shopping zone, yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like something switches in your mind, and all of a sudden, like this creative world. You're like, oh my god, I know what everybody wants.
1: (laughs) I only laugh because I am constantly in that zone. Really? Because I less about getting gifts for other people, but like enjoying shopping Mm. and being like, this is going to be. I can seeing where you're going to take these products that are in front of you and either give to other people
0: or use in your life. I constantly live in that world. Maybe that's why I don't go shopping a lot. Mm. Because if I did, then I would just buy way too much stuff. So maybe that's like my, my sort of regulator that I put upon myself is don't go shopping, which means I don't get a ton of new clothes. It's kind of like, don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. Exactly. Don't go shopping at stores. If you're a gift, or your love language is gift giving. Yes. Because you'll just yes. buy gifts for people all the time. This is true. Um, but I will say that I had the biggest cart that Marshalls will, will offer. Yeah. And by the end, Eric, I had like Stacked the lower the level was full of stuff. Yeah. It was so full on the top. Like I had Tetrised all sure, these yeah. things in. You have to hold and it. And I had my hand on yeah. top because I had this huge long it's box on top of everything. Yeah. And I tell you, man, while I was walking through that store, I felt like the king of the castle. <laughs> I thought everyone must be looking at me thinking, wow, look at that guy. He's getting He's some gifts it right. for some people, and he loves some people. Yeah. And then it dawned on me as I got up to the register, I was like, oh, crap. I got to pull all this stuff out of this cart. Oh, yeah. And then I got to find my, its way back, back in, in. But yeah. in bags now? Do you know what you do? do no, you know you tell do? me.
1: You bring a second empty cart. Ugh. So as opposed to... you. Bring your cart up to the thing, but if you're full like that, you just bring a second
0: empty cart, and then you scan stuff and put it into there. It's like supermarket sweep. Mm-hmm. That's a brilliant move. I didn't do that, and so and and that at that Marshall specifically, and I feel like a lot of places do this now. Is they have like if you go too far with this cart, oh yeah, yeah, the little like boots down yeah. locks. Yeah. and she was like, well, you could use the the cart, and I said, isn't it going to lock when I she right. goes, nah. And I was like. <laughs> She goes, you have to take it to the freeway to get it to lock. And I was like, okay, well, your okay. signs outside really yeah. convinced me. Yeah. But I loaded that baby up, and then I, like, got to my car. I was like, oh, my gosh, I have so much stuff. I, I could throw some stuff in the back seat. Sure, and yeah. then I got home last night and uh, made sure Emerson and, and Riley were in the house so they didn't see me. And then I, you know, took on that task of, like, strategically hiding stuff sure, yeah. in the garage and grabbing blankets and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And so I feel like it was a very successful trip. And it really just, as a, as a gift-giving person, it really filled my heart. I love that.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of like pro moves, mm-hmm. I saw a pro move on TikTok this morning. Really? That is a good thing to tell people, especially on this episode when we're six days away from Christmas. Oh, my gosh. People may be about to jump on planes... Like to fly to see family if you're not already there. This is so smart. Okay. So smart. And I never thought of this. This woman said uh, if you're a family and you have young kids and you're getting on a plane, right? A lot, you get to go, you get to board early. Right. And she said, don't do that. What you do is you send the husband or one of somebody from the couple on by themselves with all the bags. Mm. You keep the kids out by the gate, running around, getting them snacks, run up and down the hallway, whatever. And then you you bring the kids on in the last group. Okay. So then the kids are not sitting on the plane for 45 minutes. Because what she was saying is she was like, you know, when the kids sit there for 45 minutes, they – she was saying how like you know kids feel stress around them, and when mm. people are boarding an airplane, it's always stressful. It's yeah. just like there's bags over their heads, they're heavy, they can feel that people are anxious and a little angry. Right, and so she was like, when the kids feel that for 45 minutes while you're waiting to take off, the way they release that is once they're in the air, they're like, okay, well, I need to release this feeling of stress that was right. put upon me. So I was like, that is a brilliant move to send one person from the couple onto the plane. Put all totally, the bags yeah. away, keep the kids out there running around. And then when they're like, All right, last boarding, kids jump on, boom, we take off ten minutes later. Go That's there.
0: really smart. Yeah. I never Is that thought a good it, idea? That's a brilliant idea. I, yeah. I feel, you know. Kind of you know bad for the person who has to carry all the stuff onto the, the yeah. plane, but you know that's what you do. That's what you do because you drop the stroller and all the things off yeah. like right at the end of yeah. the jetway, and then you're really just dealing yeah. with the bags. I think yeah. that that is a pro move, smart move. one I'd never thought of before yeah. in in my life. Um, speaking of uh, pro moves, uh, we got a pro move from one of our fans of the show. Mm. Somebody, as we talked about in our last episode, wait—is this the present? Yes. This, okay.
1: Thank God I've been waiting.
0: I know you've been waiting with okay. bated breath. <laughs> yes. Uh, so somebody sent us a big, like a big box. It's a pretty big box. It's a sizable box. It, and it has all over it the words Merry Christmas yes. in green and red. And so to me, like, w- I, so when I went to the P.O. box, it was one of those situations where they, they dropped the key inside your P.O. Mm. box. Because like, it, what you big. got is too big. So like there's always bigger exciting. boxes. Always like, Ooh, what yes. did somebody send? And so I cracked open this, you know, satellite little box, as it were, and this big gift from our friend Lisa Simmons mm. from Texas was waiting for us. Texas. Texas. Let's um, see
1: what Lisa sent to us from Texas.
0: From Texas. And everything is bigger in Texas, as That's they right. say. Um, it's just one Christmas It's just card. one big box. <laughs> one big Christmas but card. Then, no, it feels like there's something There's some weight in to here. it? Okay. Yeah. And I know you and I have been waiting since... Our last episode yeah. to figure out what we were gonna what was gonna be in here. A live unboxing on air. A live unboxing on air. Imagine it's a stack of cash. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be so nice. Can you pull can you imagine if that happened? You just like, opened a I box like, Eric,
1: and it was like three hundred thousand dollars. Well, and you Eric, were just like
0: what? What in the world just okay. Okay. What just happened? Okay, thank, thank you, you, Lisa. Thank you, Big Lisa. Big shout out to Lisa out there in Texas. We're gonna
1: send you a sticker, you yeah, know, a and a thank magnet. <laughs> a
0: magnet? Yeah. Thank you
1: for that three hundred thousand oh, dollars. All right. Uh, it's okay. not. I
0: don't know if it's three hundred K. Okay. If it is, it's obscured like by the newspaper.
1: Inside of the box has uh, s- uh, snowflakes on it. Yeah. So look the at outside that. has Merry Christmas, and the inside has snowflakes. Snowflakes. Love that. All right. So all we got we some got? newspaper.
0: Okay. I'm just gonna throw that away. Throw that. Um, All right, here we go. I'm still peeling away, peeling away paper. There's a lot of newspaper in here. Oh, my God. There's a lot of stuff in here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's a card. Do you want to do the card? Yeah, I'll start with it. All right, there you go. All right, here we go.
1: Uh, Eric, Danny, and crew. Love that. You guys have brought so much joy to me this past year as I listened all the way across the world in Kenya. Oh, yes. This, this is, is our, our friend from Kenya, Janelle. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so I wanted to send you some authentic Kenyan items. What? The two green notebooks are from a local artist, Eragati. And those are for you, too. Uh, The two pouches are for Lisa and Lynn. Aww. They're from a collective that employs Kenyan women, mostly single moms. Mm. You can even see the name of the ladies who made them. Oh, my gosh. The elephant and giraffe notebooks are for Sophie and Miles. Aww. Pre-teens, teenagers are hard to buy for. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) So I hope they like them. They're from another local artist, Kulula, Kulula. The book is for Emerson, and the giraffe is for Riley. The giraffe was made by a local center who works with street children. Lastly, I included some ornaments for your tree that I bought at a market in Nairobi. Hope you enjoy everything. Hope you have the holiest, jolliest, most wonderful Christmas season. Love Janelle at Janelle Simmons. Oh, my god. That is so
0: thoughtful
1: and kind.
0: I'm going to write some very introspective thoughts. Some poems? Some poems in here. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's where I'll start writing my third book. There you go. Dude, these beautiful these ornaments. ornaments. Are, they, they're, they're heavy.
1: Like heavy and individually beaded. Yeah. Very
0: pretty. Ooh, and then cool. uh, maybe we'll put the red bell up here.
1: Sure,
0: yeah. I kind of like that. Right. Oh, I can hang. I've ne- have you ever hung an ornament off Garland?
1: Uh, No.
0: Neither no. have I. There you go. Hey, that should be a new trend. This one, this is great. All right. Uh, so we're going to hang these on our trees. There we go. These are absolutely stunning. These, honestly, this is one of the coolest ornaments I have ever seen. I'm trying to get it on my tree. Oh,
1: I don't like where the spot of mine is going to hide behind my head.
0: Well, we could always readjust afterwards. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Janelle. Thank you so, thank you so much, so, much. so thoughtful, uh, and to think of to... our families. Yeah, right. Amazing. A little something for everybody.
1: So shout amazing. out to uh, to Janelle. Well uh, worth the anticipation of opening that.
0: Right. I like that it became like its own thing. Yeah. In its own episode from Kenya. Again, who would have thought? <laughs> right. Halfway around the world. Halfway around the world amazing. that someone in Kenya found us and then thought to give us all these like authentic Kenyan. Goodies from local artisans. Absolutely amazing. I love that so much. Uh, And while we're chatting about our listeners, I I think we should read just a couple listener reviews real quick here, just because we're getting towards the end of the season. And I want to make sure that nobody's left out. You know, we we do our best to make sure that we talk to everybody that we get get everyone in. Yeah. Because we're just so grateful for you guys. And a lot of reviews have been coming in lately. I think maybe it's because people sense that maybe it's the end. Uh, So I'll, We'll start with this one. Be careful right. about the username on this one. Yep. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh okay. It's uh the title is It's so nice to celebrate Christmas Chris- with these guys? guys. That's our The guess. holidays. Um oh, yep. and it's from Swagger dot dot dot. Uh okay. <laughs> and they said, I only recently began listening to any podcasts in general. I did a search for Christmas and found this gem. Mm. I got up to speed quickly on past episodes, and now I wait anxiously for each new one like a kid at Christmas. Uh-huh. LOL, you guys rock. Thank you so much for giving people like me who celebrate Christmas from July on a safe place to love Christmas without shame. That is true. There's there's no shame here. No we, shame. You are amongst like-minded people who uh, celebrate Christmas year year-round. I love it. So thank you for that review.
0: Yeah! Shout out to Swagger, Swagger B, Swagger B, Swagger B. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you. This is a brand new one. Mm. I did. I just seen this right now. Okay, this is funny mm. because this person gave us three stars.
1: <laughs> mm. That's our first like middle of the road.
0: Well, we had we had the what what's his name? One star. No, that oh, was he, that was three stars. He gave us three two. He just was like, you know, but he couldn't. Get they passed. mean well. Yeah.
1: By the way, our theme this week is top five Christmas memories with our
0: families. That's true. Um, we didn't
1: say that. And if he was listening, I felt like we should just give him a little bone. A little,
0: throw him a bone. Yeah, Maybe a he came bone. back. Maybe. Maybe hate listens now. <laughs> um so this is interesting because this person rated us three stars but the opening line and this is from someone named cat fan 2011 heart meow meow like little cats sure yeah and the title of this review is hi hi and the review is i just discovered this podcast and i love it exclamation like five exclamation here's my guess she was going to do five (laughs) stars and you kind of like drag
1: it across but she was just so excited. She got to the third star and then was like, "Oh, ah, gosh, I love it. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to assume happened.
0: Right. Um, or I guess maybe on a scale of like one to five, I love it is three. Sure. Five. It's sort of like when you go to Cold Stones, you know, like yeah, yeah. it, love it, gotta yeah, have yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. may work out to have it with sure. five stars. Sure. Anyway, so now we got another kitty cat emoji. My name is Callie, and I would love a shout out. Hey, Callie. Hi, Callie. How are you? Adjust your review, make it five stars. Come yeah, exactly. On. She goes, I love Harry Potter. Nice. And my Harry favorite Polter? character is Hermione. Yes. Who's yours? Mm,
1: from Harry Potter? Yeah. I would say I like the character of Sirius Black. Yeah. I also like the character, even though he's kind of a bad guy, that um, uh, what's his face played? Uh, Alan Rickman? No. Or Kenneth Branagh. He was like the guy who was famous for... uh, Oh, Gilderoy Lockhart? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I liked his character because he was so full of himself. and He he was very funny. Had a very funny fall from grace.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think depending on if we're talking books or movies, you Mm -hmm. know, because in the books, like you're sort of creating who these characters are, the way that they look, the way that they interact, their personality. I mean, Sirius, you know, it was that relationship that Harry builds with him. Like you just feel so attached. Yeah. Are don't Sirius? tell me too
1: much because I've only seen the th- first three movies. Oh, I was just going to say <laughs> and something don't, about number don't, five. Please, okay. Don't, please, don't, please I, don't.
0: Okay, I will not, uh, but I love Sirius. <laughs> he's, he's great. You know, Hermione's fantastic as well. Great character. I just love, like she's so smart, but she's so patient, but she's also so strong-willed. And I love that yeah. about her that, you know, against these like, two guys who are like best friends that she's always sort of like the voice of reason. Yeah. I, I love that about Hermione as well. So um, thank you, Cat Fan, for that. And then she says at the end, and Merry Christmas! Nice. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. That's a three-star review, folks. Uh, there right there. Um, maybe we should do... Two more? Yeah, two more. Right. This, this one's good. All right, here we go. They give us five stars. <laughs> uh, this is from...
1: Uh, it says one star, oops. <laughs> and now they have five stars. Uh, it's from AMB Disappointed. And they hmm. say... I have no idea if I accidentally rated this podcast one star or not, as I was trying to see comments on who could possibly rate this podcast just one star, when clearly they deserve the five golden stars. Yeah. My 11-year-old daughter and I love listening to this podcast together, and I love having a family-friendly podcast to share with her as we are in the car. A lot traveling to and from activities. Mm. I can only listen to it with her. So if we get to our destination in the middle of a countdown, I can't listen to the rest of it without her, but have to wait until our next car ride together. Family memories in the making, sharing this podcast with my preteen, which you know can be such a fun age. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sweet. And, you know, it is, uh, it's important to us to sort of do something that's family friendly and that you can listen to this um, in the car with your kids. And- totally. And we want to make sure that you can, you know, indoctrinate your kids and brainwash them into loving Christmas year round, like we do. Totally, so <laughs> it's totally, important to yeah. us to make a a family friendly podcast. So thank you very much for that review. Isn't and that cool? Hello to you and your daughter.
0: That like a mom and their child are like bonding mm-hmm. over what we're over, saying over our show, and Amazing. and that brings us to our last uh, message okay. of this episode. And this comes from someone who just actually joined our Patreon, Mm. you know, who gets access to that private community on Facebook, which is the most massively merry corner of the internet. If you're interested in being a part of that, just scroll down in the episode notes, there's a link there, you can join up, you'll get exclusive access to Eric and myself on that group and uh, access to bonus episodes that are only available to subscribers uh, to the show. Um, But this came from Meg. Okay. And Meg says, hi Danny and Eric, my name is Meg and I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning of season one. And when I discovered you, I..." believe you only had three episodes out and less than 1000 followers on Instagram. (laughs) I had never searched for a Christmas podcast before, but I decided to one day and I think it's fate that I searched it up when you guys had only just started. I can't explain how grateful I am for your podcast because it has helped cheer me up no matter the time of year. I'm beyond obsessed with Christmas. So hearing you guys talk about your love for the holiday season brings me so much joy. It has also created a new tradition with my mom, because now, whenever we have the time, we will do our own top 10 lists and then call and present our lists to each other. Oh,
1: that's great. I'm off at
0: college right now and I can't be home to celebrate every second of the holiday season, so calling to compare lists uh, compare lists has been really great. Thank you so much for always putting a smile on my face and I hope you two have a massively Merry Christmas. Um, and I do wanna go on to say that uh, we did message her back Mm-hmm. And She responded by saying, "Ah, <laughs> thank you so much. That message made me tear up. I love you both so much, and love the community you've created. I will definitely be passing this on to my mom, and she will freak out. <laughs> um, and so we want to give a shout out to Meg, and then her mom. Meg name and is, her mom. And yeah, her mom's name is Cindy.
1: Meg and Cindy. So hi, Cindy. Merry hi, Christmas." Meg. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, and Please send us your list because we want to see what you guys are making your top totally. 10 list because we love to compare. Yeah. It's a good conversation starter. But 100%. Meg and Cindy, Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening. We we love you. We support you. And we're so glad that you're supporting us as well.
0: Doesn't Meg and Cindy sound like maybe like a, a sitcom, Meg like, and of Cindy. A, like a mother and daughter yeah. and sort of like they're living in the city and yeah. trying to figure out how they coexist sure, with yeah. each other, like series of events. Small apartment. Mom right. had to move in yeah. with her, and now she's like, I, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. You got to pitch it. I do. Okay. You just uh, pitched it right I now. Did I pitch it? Okay, so whatever network executive is listening right <laughs> now, uh, hit me up, we'll talk.
1: Um. All right, this is good. I am going to transition us to something that we were going to maybe do last week, but we're going to do this week. I'm in. This is a fun new game called Overrated Underrated perfectly rated mm. we did not come up with this we saw it on the internet other people were doing it oh, about I thought, other I thought issues you did come up with no, it. <laughs> no, no no i stole it from the internet okay um but basically chris is going to give us different topics of christmas and we are going to say whether it is an overrated thing an underrated thing or if it's perfectly rated okay so uh chris why don't you uh, start us off
0: let's start easy with real trees
1: real trees i would say
0: nowadays mm-hmm. underrated
1: yeah because do you know that 80% of American households have a fake tree?
0: Did you learn this from Spirited? No, I oh, read
1: okay. it I read it uh on the internet. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. It's kind of a bummer. I was shocked by that number. I thought it would be more like 60-40, but yeah. it's
0: 80-20. Did you know that 93% of statistics are made up on the spot?
1: <laughs> this one was not. I did <laughs> read this, I promise you. Um I would say that uh real trees are. Between underrated and perfectly rated. Oh, because okay. I think that pe- no one dislikes them. Uh, they're not overrated. It's not like people are like, oh, God, real trees. Can right. stop with the real trees. <laughs> you know. I think that people either love them
0: or they're underrated. So I'm going to go underrated. You're going to underrate it. underrated. Yeah, I, I would say nowadays I think they're underrated. I think because, like you, that, that stat you shared, so many people are growing up never even knowing. I know. A real tree, yeah, in the house, but also, can I just say we went
1: to get a tree the other day, okay? this was a few weeks ago, and we went to a fun, cute little like Christmas tree lot, right that's okay. like. I don't want to say the name because I don't want to bash on them. But like, Do
0: you mean like fun and cute as if it's like really like small and quaint or mm. it's like thematic and has like activities? Small of... and quaint. Okay. You know I
1: mean, not like tiny, tiny. It was in a, a parking lot. Okay. But it was like a, a place that was like, you know, uh, so-and-so and sons. And they like put them mm. out, right? A Christmas tree there, a six-foot tr- Christmas tree there was like $290. What? Are you kidding me? And I was like. Golly, that's just so much money to spend on something that's gonna die, like, or is already dead, you know. Wait, like, that's real? Yes, Th- it was so expensive. Oh my gosh. And so it was like, I wanted to have that experience of like going to the Christmas tree farm and like getting the cute yeah. little and get some hot chocolate, but the trees were so expensive that we wow. went over to Home Depot and then mm-hmm. got one from Home Depot for like 90 bucks.
0: It was still 90 bucks, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been, I think the last time we had a real tree was the first. Apartment that my wife and I lived in together, yeah, which was nine years ago, and we bought it, I think, from Home Depot, or maybe yeah. we did two years in a row, uh, yeah. So, but it was like $65, yeah. And it, I mean, it wasn't massive, it was probably like six, six and a half feet, yeah. So, maybe Costco is the way to go now because what are their trees running these days, I don't do you know? I'm not sure. Oh my gosh, I'm not sure,
1: but yeah. To get back to the game, real trees <laughs> underrated. That's underrated.
0: Underrated and overpriced.
1: Underrated <laughs> and overpriced. Very good. All right, what you got next for us, Chris? Here's the next one. Mariah Carey. Oh, this overrated. is a good one.
0: I'm just coming out and saying it. You're going overrated. Yeah, I'm going overrated. Yeah. I think I agree. Yeah.
1: I think I agree. There's also something to the fact and I I think I've talked about this. Well, I did talk about about the parade. I don't, it doesn't bother me that she can't sing that song anymore. Mm. It really doesn't. But I wish she would stop like being on Christmas shows mm. and pretending to sing it. Right. I just feel like play it. I'm not, I, I don't dislike the song, but to like trot her out every Christmas and know that she's just lip syncing. And I hate to be like a Scrooge about it, but it's just like, I'd rather you just play the music yeah. and do a dance or something. And you can have her picture up and say, Mariah Carey, the queen of Christmas, whatever. But it's there's something about the like falsity of every Christmas, her coming out and just lip syncing.
0: Do you feel the same way? Like I feel like if there was a point in time where maybe Darlene Love, they were doing the same thing with she her. She always sang hers, though. Oh, okay.
1: Because it was a uh, classic. She would go on David Letterman every Christmas right. and sing it. But she sounded good still. Mm. And Mariah Carey is one of the greatest vocalists of all time. So I'm right. not like poo-pooing on her as a talent. I think she would admit that her pipes are not what they were in her 20s. Yeah, And I, yeah, so I'm going to go overrated too. Okay. Overrated. Yeah.
0: You know, I will say, even though I immediately jumped and said overrated, yeah. I was listening to Sirius XM, you know, because love listening to all the Christmas music. Sure. and And she came on. And she was talking about like um, Christmas movies and like how she watches the classics still to this day. And then she brought up like Elf and like hearing her talk about the holiday, it didn't feel contrived at all. It felt very authentic. And I was like, am I too hard Uh, on Mariah? Yeah. I don't know. Here's
1: the thing. I think that she... I think she's a good ambassador for Christmas. I think that she truly loves it. I don't think that she, you know, claims to be the queen of Christmas because for selfish reasons. I think she loves the season. I think she gets a kick. She always posts memes on, like, October 31st at midnight of, like, here we go, folks. It's starting, you know. So I I think that she is well-intentioned and that she's trying to put good into the world. Mm. And maybe I shouldn't have poo-pooed so much on her list. I mean, I
0: immediately jumped. Yeah. On it, I said under or overrated, overrated. immediately out yeah. of the gates yeah. and you know maybe maybe it's perfectly rated because perfectly rated would suggest that like there's people who are obsessed with her yes yeah and there's right. people who maybe aren't into her so like when you balance that out yin and yang the of mean. life yeah maybe she's just perfectly rated for who she is and the style of song and yeah. the energy that it I love it I'm switching I'm going perfectly rated. perfectly yeah
1: all right, what's next, Chris? Next one
0: is the big man himself, Santa Claus. Oh.
1: <sighs> underrated. Ooh. Underrated. Underrated. Okay. I think you. we cannot pour enough love onto Santa. Mm. Because I think that, as we saw when we talked to Sanjay Claus the other day, yeah. the spirit of Santa is so good and so the like best part of the world yeah. not just at Christmas time but like this idea of loving one another giving to one another slowing down and appreciating the good things of, around you like that should be the core of every person in every country yeah. all the time um, so I, I would say underrated
0: I I feel like hmm, this is a tough one mm. he's definitely not overrated no in my opinion Maybe it's perfectly. Definitely ra-
1: underrated in regards to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade when they only gave him two I know, seconds they gave of their him, time. They gave him no
0: time. They gave him no time. Um, maybe Santa is perfectly rated based off of every individual family's feelings about the essence and spirit of Santa and sure. Santa's role in, in the holiday sure. season. That's fair. You know, I, I like to think of. You know, not everyone like is super into Santa and like gotta get the picture and all those sorts yeah. of things, but some people really are. They love the tradition of it. Yeah. So maybe, you know, much like Mariah, like it's whatever Santa is to you, he's perfectly rated for you. In for you. Yeah. I like that. Anyway. That's fair. I'm being very PC right now. That's all right. Whoa. Whoa. Did you see the lights was just? Was that ringing? because
1: you went like this?
0: I don't know. Maybe it was Santa <laughs> being like I am I underrated. Am underrated. <laughs> Dude, I didn't tell you, Eric. Speaking of Santa and like weird universal things. So, you know, we just had Santa J. Claus on the show, which was a blast. And if you haven't listened to that episode, do yourself a favor, listen to it, watch the videos on our socials. But I was creating like the hero graphic Mm -hmm. for that episode to go on our social media. And I had this great picture of of Santa and like this text around it. And I exported it. And then I went to open it and the text was all there, Mm -hmm. but the picture was gone. I was like, wait, that was weird. So I went back to like the, like, you know, I do it in Adobe. I was like, oh, there it is. I'll just export it again. Yeah. Open it up. No Santa. No Santa. And Emilio is sitting next to me. I go, Emilio, this is weird, man. I said, look at, look at my screen right now. There's the picture. Yep. He is there. I just exported this. Where is he? Did you not open the layer? There was no layers. It was just, it was the, the PNG export. Wow. I was like, what Santa is happening? Santa does not want to be found. No That's photo exactly evidence. That's exactly how I felt. I like that. And then, I don't know, maybe it was a glitch on my computer, because eventually...
1: Let's say it's a magic miracle. It was a
0: magic miracle. He was like, I want to see your commitment yes. to, to sharing I like that. my essence with the world. Like but that. it was very trippy. That's- and I looked at... I mean, I was like, we talked to Santa. <laughs> we really talked to Santa Claus. We like, had communication. It was him. Uh, anyway, tell me All more right, do we have Why don't here. you give us one more? Candy canes candy canes. I have a very specific feeling about this. You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. I mean overrated. Overrated? Oh my gosh. I Here's the thing. I candy canes I first of all, I don't like the wrapping that they come in. Sure. It's way too tight. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that really tight like it's not even, is it cellophane? Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's the thick. It's so thick. Super thick. thick yeah. And like, you, you got to find it. And like, you know, it's so fragile because it's skinny and then sure. it breaks. And then inevitably, candy canes get all over the place. Like, it, oh, it, they you, do. Get face, you get sticky on your face, It gets sticky on your hands. Also, like, if I want peppermint, I'll just make myself some tea. Sure. You know? Some nice Hallmark tea. Oh, all day long. <laughs> Cinnamon cardamom. <laughs> I'm all about that Hallmark tea all day long. Uh, yeah. I... You know what I will say what is underrated when it comes to candy canes is the fruity-flavored ones. Ooh, I don't like those. Oh, really? No.
1: I know what you're talking about. The, They're like, like purple Disneyland. and green and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those ones. Yeah. I can't get behind you on that one. Okay. But I'm going to say candy canes are perfectly rated. Really? Because I okay. think that they are – I like that we don't do candy canes year-round. I like the candy canes mm. just come out at the holidays. We all can have a candy cane or two. And then candy canes say, Okay, back into the shed until <laughs> next December. So I'm gonna go perfectly rated on candy canes. Yeah. I, I hear everything you're saying, but I can sticky everywhere, hard to open, but I do love the taste of it. I love the taste of it in a hot chocolate. Mm. I love the taste of like peppermint bark, which to me feels similar to candy canes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna go perfectly rated.
0: Would you say that peppermint bark contains candy canes that have been yeeted?
1: yes yeah yeeted to the ground yeeted to the ground Definitely. Just with no regard whatsoever <laughs>
0: Definitely. i i think that's maybe the one place i will accept candy canes is smashed up smashed in, up like and christmas and, crack or yeah, yeah. you know peppermint bark or whatever it might like be it. but yeah. in its whole form it's, its natural essence sure yeah, not not here for sure. it, as the kids say that was a fun game that was a good game i like that game i like it um, we
1: should get to the, our, our countdown though
0: uh, I would love to do that. But before we do that, I want to chat about something I just found out about What's that? recently. Um, so, you know, we've been talking all about Hallmark Channel's, you know, incredible Count to Christmas yes. movie lineup. Well, at this point in time, all the new movies have aired, you know, but the good news is they're still airing 24 yep. hours a day, yep. you know, throughout the holiday season. But, you know, Hallmark Channel is not just known for holiday movies. True. They have this new series coming oh, out. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Do you did yes. you see it?
1: Uh, well, I've seen the previews for it.
0: It sounds really, really cool. The way
1: home the way home yes. exactly
0: like it it almost feels like it's got a little bit of we were talking about this off air outlander Mhm. Like I, I, I when I started watching Outlander, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this, but then I got hooked. Yeah, this idea of time travel, time and, travel and and meeting your like ancestors, your ancestors, yeah. like in the time that they were living. That so you're not only like seeing them as younger people, but you're experiencing the world yes in a different way, and that's really intriguing to me. And yeah. I'm excited to see what Hallmark Channel is going to do with this series. I think
1: it's going to be great. It looks like it's shot in a really cool way. Mm. Andy McDowell's in it. She's an amazing talent. Can't go wrong, yeah. Um, and it's a series, it's like a new show. Right. So I'm I'm super excited to check it out.
0: I'm always looking for a new series Absolutely. to watch, you know, totally. especially because I feel like I'm caught up on like my go-to's. Sure. And now that I'm like totally in Hallmark channel, it's gonna mode. be
1: perfect for like that January l- malaise
0: when you're like, mm. oh man. Christmas is over, but I want something good and heartwarming still. Yeah. You're going to want to make sure you check out The Way Home on Hallmark Channel, which premieres January 15th at 9, 8 Central. And again, uh, so many so many great movies. Uh, you know, Hanukkah on Rye um, right. is a great one that I think you guys should check out as well. I know we talked about it a bit in our last episode. Yep. I mean, for me personally, I'm jacked about that film just because of my connection, you know, to the celebration of Hanukkah with my stepdad. I mean, I have a menorah. At home, nice. uh, That was gifted to me by my parents years ago. Like, they're like little baseball bats (laughs) that the candles (laughs) sit in, and and I will say we started doing uh, the lighting of the menorah last year, and like my daughter Emerson, she was just like she thought it was like the coolest thing watching, especially when you get to like the eighth night, yeah, and you got like eight candles. There and yeah. just like uh, there's something very soothing. We've talked about this with fire before about yeah. like seeing the menorah up on the mantle and just watching as the candles just sort of get lower and lower. Yeah. Eventually, one of you know one of the times sort of sort of go out. So I you know what you know maybe you don't know a ton about the Hanukkah holiday and and the tradition of it and you know I Look bet it up yeah this it's
1: important p- to know other cultures yeah. and other uh, celebrations and and support everybody
0: and maybe this uh, movie is a great opportunity to learn totally more about Hanukkah Definitely. so Hallmark Channel. They're doing it right. They've done it right all season long, filling us with all the festive feels from Christmas to now Hanukkah. And then we got the way home coming early next year. So thank you, Hallmark Channel. We love you. Thank you so much. All
1: right. Now, should we go to our countdown? I would love to. Okay. So let's hear the music first, and then I'll tell you what it is. All right. This is top five Christmas memories Mm. with your family.
0: Eric, uh, uh, I like good. how we both just looked at each other like, are we ready to open up this can? <sighs> yeah. Because I Eric and I were texting last night and um I said, Tomorrow is gonna be an emotional one. Yeah. For sure. Cause as I was sort of racking my brain through just big memories, little memories, um, I was getting very emotional. Yeah. And, and people who know us, know this show, know we that like we, we don't shy away. No. Uh from shedding a few tears. Yeah. So buckle up. Here we go. Um, Here we go. All right.
1: Uh, For number five for me is going to be the – I wrote it as Christmas of Elf, meaning Mm. the year – I guess it would have been 2014 or 15 Mm. uh, that I played Buddy the Elf at Madison Square Garden, and there was something about that particular Christmas that it would have been 2015 because my son was born – In January of 2015. Mm. So yeah, 2015. It was like A, it was the first Christmas of our whole family because Miles was now born. And like while I treasure the Christmases before he was born, there's something about like from that point on that now we're like, this is our family. This Mm. is the family unit. Everybody's here. Now let's go forth in into the world. You know? So there's something about that being really special. There was the fact that we were living in this just cute little apartment uh, right in Midtown, across from Worldwide Plaza. Mm. So that felt very New York, which was great. I was doing a show at Madison Square Garden, <laughs> and it was a show about Christmas, and I loved doing that show. And my kids got to come to the theater, and you know, there's we have this great story about Miles, our good friends uh, Michael and Damon, who are Miles's godfathers. Um, they watched him while I performed, so mm. that Lisa could sit in the audience. Cool, and they literally put him into a laundry basket because they didn't know <laughs> they were like a little unfamiliar with kids, and he right. just like sat there in the laundry basket for like the two hours while uh, I did the show. But that same time, you know, Sophie got to like sit in the wings and watch me perform, mm. and it just was a great Christmas. There was something about it that just felt just right in the pocket. Yeah, you know, it was just everything was just right. And maybe it was the fact that we, because we were visiting, because we lived in New- LA at the time, so okay. we were just visiting New York, that felt like we didn't have all the extra stuff. Mm. We just had like a tree that we got, the gifts that we gave each other. We didn't have as many decorations. Okay. And while I love the decorations, there was something about the stripping away of all that, that it was just like me with my family. So number mm. five is going to be the Christmas of
0: Elf. Oh my gosh. Oh I, I ignored it I'm getting emotional already anyway <laughs> um, so number five for me I don't know what year this was I know that I was a child I know that I was a pretty young child I would guess probably around seven years old maybe mm-hmm. um, and I just have this memory and I and I can remember this happening a couple years but my my mom's dad uh, my grandfather who I wasn't super close with but he would host christmas morning from time to time and his name was uh, zeke mm-hmm. he le- legally changed his name from rod to zeke or he cool. changed his middle name to zeke uh, and he was like an actor sure. and you know we would vote on his headshots at like holiday <laughs> gatherings he would bring like 40 options and everyone would have to like vote on Fun. grandpa's new headshot um, but there's this one christmas i remember he had at his house off of his living room I don't know if it would be considered a den or if it was like an add on where like more of the patio used to be, but like they turned it into like a room mm-hmm. sort of situation, like sure. family room yeah. sort of thing. And I have this, this vision in my mind. I remember we would do a gift exchange and everyone would move their chairs out to like the outside perimeter of the room. Mm-hmm. And I just have this vision in my head of being this small child and just looking around this room full of my my aunts and my uncles and my cousins and my parents and just when I, I it's a feeling that I have in that space I know we talked about this on our last episode was I felt in that room now as an adult that I look back on it I felt love yeah I felt safety I felt togetherness I felt hope um, you know, that though, you know, life takes you this way and that, and maybe people have different feelings or opinions about this or that, that in that room in that sacred space on that day, everyone could put all of that aside and could sit together as a family and just be yeah with one another. And I, again, I don't know how old I was at that time, but I can see it like clear as day yeah. in my, like, I have this memory of standing in the middle of the room and like, Looking around and just seeing all these people on, like you know, these mismatched chairs and all this sort of thing. And uh, as as, a, as an adult now, I look back at that and I think I want that for my kids. Um, and so I'm really excited, you know, this year. Uh, yeah, I think I talked to you about this earlier in the season that I wanted to like organize a big family Christmas gathering. Mm-hmm. So this holiday season, right after Christmas, a bunch of our family from like Virginia and New Mexico uh, and Georgia are all coming out here oh, wow. to California that's awesome. on um, the 26th, 27th. And we're going to spend like five days together. I've already mapped out like that's awesome. we're doing dinner at this restaurant this yeah. day. And then we're all going to go play mini golf on yeah. this day. And I'm just so excited for it, knowing that like my daughter may... Create a very simple. Sure, man. she may create a very similar memory to what I just shared. You know, is that yeah. she may think like, "Oh my gosh, I remember that year. Yeah, that was really special." So anyway, that's um, that's my number five. I love it. Yeah, we're in for it. We are in we for. You're it. we are only at number five, uh, <laughs> and you're weeping. I know. Uh, okay, mm.
1: uh, my number four is going to be the Christmas. Uh, the memory that I'm thinking of is probably when I'm like, I'm guessing like fourteen. 14 15 maybe and that would have made my brother my little brother kyle would have been like 12 hmm. or no uh he would have been 11 11 and there was something about it wasn't our last christmas that like we lived in that house together but there's something about like the memory of us as like older slightly older kids a little more self-aware of the world mm. and but we were like sitting on the steps of our house you know waiting to come down to see what santa got us yeah and just like there was something about us being a little bit older and a little more in the know but mm. still enjoying that moment if you know right. what i mean yeah and of just sort of really i i, I feel like i knew somehow that like A few years later we would kind of all go to the Mm. wind, you know, like I went off to college and my brother went off to college in California, my parents moved to Florida. And we still are very close, but like that time of being in the house that we grew up in was like over. And I, I don't know if I knew it then or it's just something that I think back to now, but there's something that just feels so great and and warm and nostalgic and kind of simple in and, and not like a, it was a simpler time. It was just that it was, like, streamlined. Mm. Everything was streamlined of just, like, me and my brother and my mom and my dad. And we just, like, had so much fun together and, and loved, you know, all the sort of, Things that we would, the bits we would do every year, you know, my dad with the camera being like, oh, we didn't get anything this year. I guess we got (laughs) skipped. And then, you know, like things that would be in my parents or our stockings that were like, every year we got Mentos. And it was like, oh, we got Mentos again. And just like all those little bits were great. And especially appreciating them when I was a little bit older and a little bit more aware of what was Mm -hmm. happening. Uh, So that's going to be my number four It's Christmas when I was about 14.
0: (sighs) man uh so my number four is is very similar to yours like you shared about um knowing that like you know the years were sort of numbered in terms of like mm-hmm. that that thing that you knew to be your Christmas yeah um so mine is uh christmas twenty ten um I went to Disneyland mm-hmm. with my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister it's just the five of us, yep that is the last thing, like big thing that I believe that the five of us did, mm-hmm. like as just the core family, mm-hmm. you know, there were no boyfriends, girlfriends, you know, fiancés, whatever. Yeah. There at the time, no kids. And there's this great picture that's uh, on the mantle at my parents' house. And actually my my brother's now uh, wife gave that, I think, to my parents as a Christmas gift mm-hmm. that year because I'd like posted a photo of us on, you know, Facebook or yeah. something right by the big christmas tree there on main street and there's just something special about that moment you know knowing that you can do it, i know you share like all these moments with these people you know for so many years and you you almost don't think it'll ever end mm-hmm. and then you have this like special moment that you get to share with them and it's god it's uh i'm not sad you know, yeah. like I'm I'm grateful that we had that time at Christmas to make that decision that in the midst of all of our busyness in life at the ages we were at at that time, that we said, we're going to go as a family. Yeah. And that we went on rides together and we ate together and we stood there and watched the snow fall on Main Street together and that we have that picture. Yeah. You know, I think like pictures have become so disposable we you take know so many we more. take so many yeah. and that picture in particular just means so much to me because it's like it's tangible and that moment those people <laughs> mean so much to me so i would say that's uh that's a really special one for me it was christmas 2010 at disneyland nice yeah that's good and i am sorry to everyone uh listening for <laughs> Uh, what I might be <laughs> doing to you right now as you're <laughs> sitting out in public yes. you know, crying along
1: uh, with us. All right. Uh, my number three is going to be the Christmas in Boston that mm. I spent with my family. I guess that would have been two years ago. Um, there was something about that particular Christmas that we were renting this house in Boston while I was shooting uh, Kevin Canef himself. And I... First of all, I had not spent a ton of time in the northeast, but like I love Boston. Right. I love Massachusetts and that whole like northeast kind of vibe. Um so it was great that it was snow everywhere. My kids like every day got to play in the snow and have snowball fights and build a snowman and all that stuff. We were renting this house that was just this adorable not adorable makes it sound small it was actually a pretty big house but it was like a farmhouse and it was built in the like 1700s so it just had this really really old timey feel to it we i loved that that christmas because we weren't at home we went to uh one of those christmas tree stores you know Mm. the christmas tree stores uh (laughs) and got like so many decorations Mm. that we were like we're just gonna buy like a whole house worth <laughs> of decorations right. and decorate this house that isn't ours because we wanted to do it. And we had so much fun doing that. There was something about like us being just the four of us. There was nobody else that we saw, you know, we went to Florida, but like at Christmas was just such a great, great time. So mm. my number three is going to be, uh, the Christmas that I spent in Boston a couple of years ago. That's
0: special, very special. Uh, so number three for me is going to be uh, last Christmas mm-hmm. uh, and specifically, you know, watching my oldest Emerson uh, starting to get the holiday season mm-hmm. and like the excitement of it, the music, the energy, the the decorations, the traditions of like our Advent, you know, tr- thing that we do where we have these like Mickey Mouse baubles and every morning her and I, take one off and we randomize them every year and then we go and hang them up on the tree and it's sort of become our thing but there's one specific memory i have from last christmas that just like is one of my favorites and you know wipes me out is you know i've shared before on the show that we do this christmas sing-along mm-hmm. every year at my church that i've been so fortunate to to mc for uh, however many years in a row um but last year you know i all the years I would do it prior to last year, I would always see this stage full of children mm-hmm. dancing, you know, like it's a safe space. Like sure. you just let your like yeah. the kids are just playing. Sometimes they're singing, sometimes yeah. they're dancing, sometimes they're just oblivious to what's yeah. going on. And I dreamed of the day where I would be in the middle of the room and I would look up on that stage and I would see Emmy mm-hmm. up there. And last year I got that and it was just such a a cool experience to just see her so free and so comfortable yeah and confident and just being herself yeah. like and just being in the spirit of the holiday and her in her red dress and all the things and Riley was in our life now we had kids and my folks were there it was just like it was such a special experience that memory of just being in that room that room that i grew up in yeah you know that room that i came to age yeah. you know came of age in and questioned a lot of things in life in and cried and laughed and all these things that all these years later from 14 year old danny to you know late 30s danny now with a family mm-hmm. uh it just was like it really hit and but in such a cool way it was it was gratitude yeah of being like everything that i went through between like First time I stepped into this building until now. Big wow! Journey. Yeah. What a journey, and it, and and I'm so grateful that it happened the way that it did. Because if it didn't, I wouldn't be seeing these people, yeah, and feeling what I feel. So um, that's going to be number three for me. Is like the Christmas sing along at my church last year. I love
1: that. Um, all right, my number two is going to be a different Christmas in New York, not okay. the one that we did when I was doing Elf. And it was the Christmas of 2016. Mm. Um, I was doing School of Rock at the time. So we had kind of really moved to New York at this point. We had this great apartment on 85th Street between Central Park West and Columbus. And we were the ground floor apartment. So we had an actual little backyard. It was like a Mm. little patio. Um, And the memory specifically that I'm thinking of is when... It first snowed, and my little California kids were like,
0: oh, my gosh. And they, like, (laughs) got
1: up, and they ran out, and they were just, like, falling in it and and making snowmen and and snowball fights. And, like, that same Christmas, because the setup of that particular apartment was so odd, we had this very skinny Christmas tree, but it worked (laughs) really great. And I remember there's a picture of me and Sophie, and she's – I'm wearing, like – a red plaid robe and (laughs) she's in her like christmas pajamas and she's standing on my feet and we're like slow dancing to some christmas music like in the light of the christmas tree is one of my most favorite pictures uh of my life and there was something about that particular christmas that just again it was just us we were in new york and that has a certain magical quality to it in general and it was that you know that feeling of... um Oh, you know, there was another part of this. I did a kind of part two. I was yeah. like, I think I had a second part of this. And it was this. It was not just playing in the snow in our backyard, but I'm also sort of tucking into this number two memory, is sledding in Central Park oh. with both my kids. I have a memory with Miles sledding down... I said we lived at 85th and Central Park West. There was a hill like right at the entrance to the park that was kind of shorter, and I did some just great times with Lisa and and Sophie and Miles just like sledding through the park in New York City just felt so magical. Yeah. And then there was a bigger hill that Sophie and I like jumped over one of the fences to get into. And just that feeling of being totally free, Sophie just loving it. And she talks about that moment all the time Mm. of like, Dad, do you remember when we jumped over that fence and then we were sledding in Central Park and whenever we've gone, even when it's not Christmas time, we know that hill and she'll yeah. point to it and be
0: like, "Dad, yeah, that's where we went oh, sledding. Oh my gosh.
1: So, the, you know, we had a lot of great memories in that apartment and in that sort of area of Central Park. It's where Sophie learned to ride her bike, wow. you know. It was just like a lot of really core, important memories for our family in New York City and that that Christmas in general.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, <sighs> it's the best. Mhm. Um so number 2 for me uh I don't I can't put my finger on a year. It feels like an amalgamation of years. And I've talked a little bit about it before on this show, but there's just these memories, these glimpses the uh, of moments in time of my childhood Christmases up through my teenage years of being back in my bedroom hearing the Carpenter's Christmas album Mm -hmm. playing in the living room, um, walking out into the living room and seeing my mom singing along to that album. Um, You know, that album will always hold a special place in my heart because when I hear it, it immediately transports me to every single Christmas season when my mom would pull out that tape or that CD, whatever it was that she was using at that point in time to listen to the Carpenter Christmas album. And, you know, my mom is uh, one of the most important things to me in my life, you know, and and I I just... These precious memories I have of, like, her. Mm -hmm. And that's one of them for me. Is just... Whenever the Carpenter Christmas album came on and my mom was decorating the living room, Christmas was here. Yeah. And it's, it's one of... I couldn't finger, like, couldn't say, like, 1993 or whatever. It's just, it's all those years. It's all those little slivers of moments, of fragments of my life that live in my mind and that feeling that I associate with it. And that feeling is love, you know? That's what it comes back to. So I would say number two for me is just all the years watching my mom decorate our house, listening to the Carpenters' Christmas album.
1: I love that. That's great. I'm going to pull an Audible here. Okay. Okay. And I was going to—I had something different for my number one, but I'm going to cheat a little bit, and I'm going (laughs) to tag it on to my number two because it was the same year. Okay. And so I'll say that real quick, and then I'll give you my number one. Okay. The number 2A, we'll call it, was that first Christmas in New York in 2016, we started doing an annual Christmas tree uh, star video is what we call it in our family, Mm. where we—and it happened just very happenstance— I think I told Sophie, I was like, hey, Soph, can you like put the phone by the couch and I'm going to light up the star on top of the tree and just like, you know, just tell people what's happening. And and so we turned it on and there's this video of Sophie is probably, you know, I guess she would have been six or seven at the time okay. and Miles is really young, you know, he's only like a year old and uh, we, I was like standing on a chair and Lisa was handing me like ornaments and we lit up the tree and sophie was like sort of coming into her own of like talking to a camera and like hey everybody (laughs) we're the petersons and uh we're putting up the tree and we like all we're kind of singing carols and like at one point the phone like fell over and sophie was like oh my gosh like had to pick it back up and miles was shirtless and just running around and (laughs) screaming and it was like that That particular feeling of, and we've done it every year since, and it's sort of become a new tradition. But that first one, especially, was so great. So I'm tagging that on to, okay, because it was that same Christmas. Yeah, totally. And what I'm going to say for number one, though, is you inspired me with the the talk of your mom. Mm. And my probably my favorite Christmas memory is, uh, I think I talked about it in season one with the church that I grew up going to, Grace Lutheran Church in Glen Ellen, Illinois. Um, we used to do the, you know, we'd sing all the Christmas carols and they'd have, you know, the sermon. And then at the very end of the service, Mm -hmm. everybody from the choir, which had been up in the balcony, comes down and we have the candles that then light everybody's candles Mm. to sing Silent Night. But as we're walking down to get into position, we sing this song called 10,000 Candles. And it's so beautiful. And the particular memory that I have is when I was old enough to be in the adult choir, and being with my mom and I remember we both walked down in these blue robes and my mom was standing right next to me we were about halfway down and we kind of lined up with our family who was in the pew yeah. so we got to like light the the you know the candles for you know my dad or my uncles or whatever and you know that being in that church and that sense of christmas and especially being with my mom you know um and the music being so important to mm. her and music being so important to me. Um, yeah. The feeling of being um, walking down the aisle to the right-hand side with my mom uh, and singing 10,000 candles is mm. is my number one oh. Christmas memory.
0: Amazing. Yeah. I can only imagine how your mom is feeling hearing that. <laughs> Sorry,
1: mom. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: okay. So we're to my number one. And, you know, before we wrap this up, I, I just want to encourage all the listeners out there right now you know this is the week of christmas we are six days out and i would encourage you you know rather than when we talked about in our last episode like you know that moment of like silent night on christmas eve and like how that sort of like triggers this emotion if if you're sitting in this space right now listening to this episode and you're wanting to get nostalgic you're wanting to think back upon family memories or you're thinking of them i would encourage everyone to lean into them but also to call those people Mm -hmm. who you share those memories sure. with, you know, Eric and I on this show. We get to talk, and it's recorded, and our parents get to listen to this. Sure. Our siblings get to listen to this. But, you know, maybe there's a parent of yours, a sibling of yours, a longtime friend, a long mm-hmm. lost friend of yours that is tied to one of your most cherished Christmas memories. So, I think we would encourage you tell people about it to tell them. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think you can you talk about underestimating. I don't yeah. I think, I don't think you can overestimate how much that will mean to them because totally. i guarantee if it means something to you yeah. it means something to them yeah um so anyway uh my number one uh is it, it's two years but they they don't <laughs> they don't mean anything without each other mm-hmm. uh i think you know i know i talked about the season one that in 2017 lynn and i uh right before we were going to start ivf we went to disneyland mm-hmm and you know we met Santa and you know got our picture taken in California Adventure, and you know Santa you know asked us, you know what do you want for Christmas?" Mm-hmm. And, uh, I to and I looked at Santa and said, "We want a baby mm-hmm. and he goes, oh well, ho, 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 <laughs> yeah, uh see what I can do you know and um and then in twenty nineteen, when Emerson was one year old we we went back to that same exact part in that same exact park, and Santa was there. And there was just something so special about this thing that you dreamed of and hoped for that you didn't know if you were ever going to have in your life and to know that it came true. Yeah, Um, It just felt like we were so connected to the spirit of Christmas, which is love, which is hope, which is faith, Mm -hmm. you know, and that it may not work out exactly how you wrote it, and most of the time it doesn't, but that things can work out for you in your life and they, and it's so much better than you could ever imagine. And mm-hmm. so to go back with Emerson in 2019, I was a wreck, Yeah, you know, sitting in that space, just thinking about all that we went through. Did you through.
1: tell Santa, did you say
0: you yeah, did it? You I said, did it. you know, we asked for her <laughs> back in 2017 and here she is. Yeah. Um, it just felt like a Christmas miracle. Yeah. You know, and it just uh, it's very special. And we have pictures from both of those experiences. Like they whoever was capturing the photos got the moment that I I think asked Santa because he's like leaning back and sort of like and I'm like looking at yeah. him and he's laughing, and then we get to go all those years later and Emerson's sitting back <coughs> back on his lap, and it's just It's amazing. Super special and I will hold on to that forever. I love that. Yeah.
1: Well, folks, we hope you're crying <laughs> and we hope that you're enjoying this. Yeah. Um please send us your favorite. Family Christmas memories. And as Danny said, it's so true. Life is so short. You know, I just lost a a good friend a couple of days ago and I hadn't talked to her in a while, you know, and it was like kind of a bummer and I was really upset with myself. So, Mm -hmm. you know, time is moving quickly. So, anybody that has had an effect on your life or is a part of your life or was a part of your life, And it meant something to you, like Danny said, reach out to those people. Tell them you love them. This is the time to do it because you have the excuse of saying, It's Christmas. I just (laughs) thought I should reach out. Because I get it. It can be hard to reach out to people in March, you know? But at Christmas time, use the excuse of Christmas to reach out to the people that are important to you. Agreed. Um, But that's going to end it here for top five Christmas memories with our families. And we're going to close it like we do every week by
0: saying, Merry Christmas and happy holidays we'll see you on the next one bye everybody see ya